When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. So this was my weekend, by the way. This is why I'm so happy. I bought goalie equipment from Canadian Tire street hockey gear. The one question I asked, were you playing with a rubber puck at least? No, of course not. You had street hockey pads on and no protection other than I wasn't even that. wearing a can. How about that? And I went, stacked my pads. I'm like, whoa, I got nothing on down here. I never thought that I would be leaving my pins. Seriously. Wow. And no mask. Talk about putting them on the table. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to Canada's daytime sports talk show. We're coming at you from the bunker here in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. The moose is back, and you don't even know this, but they were requesting, well, not you necessarily, but stories about you uh, near the end of hour one. Shoot, I'm ready. For those that are... Just tuning in, you missed a lot in hour one. Tim Hunter joined us from the side of the road in Montana. And you want to know why or what the deal was? I just wanted to have a good old hockey talk with Tim Hunter. We've become good friends. And which we'll get to that too. But the internet was so so crappy and choppy, we could barely get to it. His quotes came through, Darren, and they were amazing. You saw... A portion of the interview, right? But then you were on the phone. I saw the interview. Talking about the Chicago Blackhawks situation. And there's a whole lot of people running around talking before they're thinking. And that might include me. I don't know. But Jordan Ewart, watching on YouTube, says, 100% Chevy and Quenville need to be suspended. Anyone who argues against that needs to check themselves and then go read all 100-plus pages of that report. That's Jordan's opinion but they're not suspended while the investigation's ongoing. See what we're saying here? There is a difference. Don Degelman writes in on Facebook, and he says, I liked Tim's comments. So to our interns that are watching right now, whoever's writing the article on that interview, Andrew or Olivia, 
It was choppy, but the comments came through, and they were great. Like, Tim's giving you a behind-the-curtain look at what's going on. I hope you people were listening to what he was saying. Yeah. It'll be a little difficult to transcribe because some of it, when it got choppy, to find out But the out good exactly stuff was in there. But the good stuff, there was some good stuff in there for sure. You know, and that was, he, he pointed out, the Quenville stuff is interesting because we don't really know this interview that he's going to have with Gary Bettman, which is going to be in about an hour, I believe, um, will be very interesting. We'll find some details perhaps this afternoon. At least, you know, tomorrow we'll probably have more info to talk about it, so it'll be a good show to watch, especially early on. Um, you know, the, the, the stories aren't lining up, right? In that meeting, it was said that, you know, he wanted the distraction. He's denying knowing about it, you know. So it's about who's lying, who's not lying, what are they saying. Tim's a great resource for that. He's been in these rooms. Exactly. He's That's been the in the point. National Hockey League. So Yeah, the interview, I, well, it wasn't smooth, was good enough. He gave us some real pearls. And Tim Hunter has promised to come back again. But here's his deal. He's living at a lake in remote Saskatchewan. And for a while, I thought, why would you want to live there? Now I get it. Mm-hmm. I, t- I so get it. So anyways, he was driving to Mesa, Arizona. He was actually in Mesa, Arizona, and then he's coming back from Mesa, Arizona, and he's coming through Montana, and the Internet's crappy there. What a shock. Um, from B. Henderson, watching on YouTube, says, Quinville's choices, put the team under the bus or go for the Stanley Cup? The Cup should be taken away from that team and the record books. Yeah, but it's not going to be. See? And that's all. It's so, so totally, it's cool that everybody has their opinion. It's as long as we can keep it mature and stay away from name calling and getting, can, can we discuss things without getting angry? Well, Is that a possibility? Because I know I can. What's wonderful in life and business and everything else is guess what? In that situation, they should have been able to do both. They should have been able to take care of this bad situation and continue on and win a Stanley Cup. But somebody didn't do their job and didn't take care of that situation. And that's what the league's trying to figure out. Who is all at fault? If they determine Joel Quinville to be at fault and being a reason, a big enough reason why this was allowed to continue on and these other people were allowed to get hurt, then as you mentioned last hour, Quinville will be gone. But right now we're trying to figure that out. We know I'm not McDonough, arguing that. We know McDonough was a problem. We know the HR department was a big problem. We know Stan Bowman was a problem. They're gone. Now we're trying to figure out if these other guys, you know, were a problem or if that was the responsibility. Yeah, and by the care. way, for the comprehension challenge people, I'm not saying Quenville should get away scot-free. I'm saying while they're investigating him, he should be able to continue to coach. Capiche? Um... Jennifer Illingworth watching from the Four Seasons Sports Palace says, I'm on the fence with the suspension thing. Well, that's cool. I'm not trying to sway anybody to either side. I'm just saying what I think about it, what my opinion is. Troy Comer watching in Toronto says, It seems like Tim Hunter was insinuating that the secrets and lies within the NHL coaches and boardroom hold back any progress with sexual assaults, mental health, addiction, etc. He goes on to say, we need transparency and truth in all business organizations to progress as a society. It happens everywhere. Hallelujah. And if you can find a way, I'll say it again with what Kyle Beach's lawyer said yesterday. 
Can we shed this animalistic mentality in pro sports that values winning and greed and devalues human beings? If you can find a way to do that, miss, there'll be a special place for you in heaven because that's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. People covering up, people saving each other's jobs, covering each other's asses, their own asses. Uh, anyways, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast, hey, Rod, what are your thoughts on Dustin Tokarski, Cam Talbot, and Kata Hot for Team Canada in the Olympics? What do you call what? I think we would be in. We'd be in deep doo-doo. <laughs> we'd be in some trouble. Now, Tokarski's playing well in Buffalo. Cam Talbot's off to a good start. Carter Hart's Carter Hart. Connor Ingram has never lost an NHL game. Right. So should he be in the He's conversation? He's only started one. But. Like, I hope Dustin Tokarski is going to lead Buffalo to a great season and into the playoffs. And Craig Anderson's there, too. But, I mean, we're really grasping at straws if we're going that far down the depth chart. I think you're right. Carter Hart, for sure, he's my guy. He didn't even mention the flower, which incidentally is fine. He wasn't on the Olympic team in 2014 when he was in the middle of winning Stanley Cups. Are we going to have a camp, or are we just going to invite guys and pick the team? I hope we have a camp. I think there's a camp. Like, how many goalies we bring into camp? Four? Is six? Well, yeah, but it's not a camp list, is it? That's just the long list of guys they're looking at right it's, now. Uh, Cam Talbot, to me, sorry. And Dustin Tokarski are not on the list. No, Tokarski and Tablet are not on the list. Okay, there's an eligibility thing Clark is saying. Why does everybody hate Braden Holtby but me? I know. You guys want a Stanley Cup, for God's sakes. Not that long ago, either. Uh, by the way, eh, people want to talk still about the Chicago thing, and I get it. And this is our morning slash afternoon coffee session, and that's fine. Do you feel like we're in a coffee shop, greasy diner in some small Saskatchewan town? A little bit. We never did get that door chime. We're jumping all over the place here like uh, whack-a-mole. But Joseph St. Armour watching on Facebook says, the cup should not be taken away. As disgusting as it is, the players still played and earned the cup. Sadly, even bad people can be a good hockey player. Huh. That's a whole other avenue. He's bang on. There's a whole other avenue. You're a terrible human being, but you can shoot a puck or kick a field goal or do you know what I mean? So you're on the team. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, for Mike Greenberg, whom I have a lot of respect for, but he's the morning host of VSPN's Get Up, he was the guy saying this taints the Chicago Blackhawks 2010 Stanley Cup when this whole situation. And I say, no, it does not. That's an insult to everybody else that was not involved in this. I equate it to the 1989 Swift Current Broncos. Is that tainted because of Graham James? Nobody's ever even talked about that. That would be an insult to the Tim Tisdales and the Joe Sackicks and the Sheldon Kennedys. We don't taint the 89 Memorial Cup. We even talk about Graham James's with regards to that. Do we? No. If I may, the last Saskatchewan team to win the Memorial Cup. We even talk about Graham. So anyways, again, everybody has an opinion. Everybody's welcome to it. 
but we don't necessarily all have to agree with it. They're on me about Braden Holtby. The general in Calgary says he was awful in Vancouver, though, Rod. He was only there a year, and everybody was awful in Vancouver. They're, everybody is still awful in Vancouver. They might finish dead last in the Pacific Division. They're that awful. Don't put that on Braden Holtby. Jordan Ewart on YouTube, who's one of our bigger supporters, says this has nothing to do with the cup. This is a sexual harassment issue that was not managed properly. Absolutely. Bingo. Hey, it's 11-11, by the way. Did you know? I always glance down and look. What do we say? Ding. Be aware of your thoughts. We need a sound effect of the heavens opening up. That exact one. Not a internet sound. That replay. Uh, from Jeff the Stamps fan. He says the NHL has a real issue on its hands now. Which is why the CFL is so awesome. Everything is rosy. From Nick Nielsen. You know Nick Nielsen? He's the voice mm. of the Clippers. Mm-hmm. He writes in and he says, I'll try and switch it up for a second. Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Apparently, they've got a lot of confidence through this week after beating Calgary. If that's actually true, is it a deserved confidence? Or should Ryderville be as uneasy as I am about this next game? Totally taking a detour, which is fine. It's what we do here. And Nick's a good guy. The... Saskatchewan Rough Riders are favored by 1.5 points at the Montreal Alouettes Saturday night in what has been deemed Canada's Game of the Week. And the Moose says, don't take the deal. Don't take the bait. You're saying Montreal's going to win at home. They've got a little swagger. They're at go. home. It's a long road trip for Saskatchewan. Um, I think they're, they're in tough. But there is, like, there's a lot of paths to victory here for the Riders. You know, Duke Williams is getting back into the lineup. You know, his second game, going to get moving a little bit more. I think he'll be more involved. I think Shaq Evans will be more involved. Um, it's going to be a really good football game. But Montreal's hot. They're really hot. So I'm surprised that Montreal wasn't favored in the football game. But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. All, see, all the CFL fans just came alive. They were lying in wait with their comments. And we can come back with a little more of that talk in the second block. But this is what I want to do here because the people asked for it. You got two and a half minutes, Moose, in this second hour brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. They want to know the Tim Hunter, Darren DuPont story. <laughs> you knew that they wanted it. Yes. You got to hear this. There was no physical threatening at all. There was no physical harm from Tim there Hunter. There wasn't? No. No. Can we say that there was? We can say it. <laughs> Tim, I, I don't need any allegations against Tim Hunter. But it was, I can't remember the year, but I was the color commentator for the, for the uh, Saskatoon Blades on the radio. I also did Shaw games. Tim and I built, I thought, a really good relationship doing the hockey games. I'd go into his office. He would tell me stories about coaching in Washington and in Toronto, about being an amateur uh, or a recreation, not an amateur, a recreational pilot. Um, all these things. I, I got to know Tim Hunter, and I'd sit in his office for 30, 40 minutes at a time. Get am- to the good stuff, It was DuPont. amazing. I'm just setting it up. <laughs> I know you are. So... On your website, 
I was writing a weekly WHL 10 things column. And it was playoff time, and I was doing predictions. And I predicted it was the Blades were playing the Moose Jaw Warriors, Tim Hunter's Moose Jaw Warriors, and I predicted the Blades to win in four games, to sweep them. But I said, look at Moose Jaw, blah, 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 they're a good team, but they're dealing with this guy's hurt and this guy's hurt and this guy's out. And the Blades are really good, and it's their time. I said it's going to be a really tight, hard-fought series, but the Blades, I could see them winning in four games. So I'm picking Blades to sweep. You said a hard-fought sweep. That I was did. the a term. A hard-fought sweep. And I got, con- like James Gallo, the voice of the Warriors. Like, that's, how can you, that's a contradiction. How can it be a hard-fought sweep? Well, James, after the four games, two of them went to overtime. They were, they were all one-goal games. Were, I think they were all one-goal games yeah. or really close. But didn't he swear at you, Hunter? Didn't he? So I was. Back me up on this. He did. He didn't swear. Okay. I, do we want a good story or do we want the right story? <laughs> he went up one side. I just snorted. I'm sitting in the hallway in the Sastel Center about to interview Tim after the first intermission. We interview the visiting coach. And uh, he comes out, and I'm going to interview the assistant. And Tim goes, he's like, oh, so you think we're going to get swept, eh? Real good, real good. And he just was talking, and he was not impressed that I picked him to get swept. But he read the column. So Mark O'Leary does the interview. I'm like, oh, Tim's kind of hot. Hey, I hope he's okay. I didn't, I didn't mean anything. The assistant coach did the interview. Yeah. yeah, which he always does. The assistant coach always does. So Tim was kept talking. His voice is trailing off, hey, as he's going to the, the, the coach's room. So after the game, the media's huddled around, and I'm going to go get in the scrum. And he wouldn't have it. He's like, nope, you're not welcome in our scrum anymore. You're not, not for you. So I, No interview for you. No interview for you. So I didn't interview him. Didn't talk to him the rest of the series. It was really awkward. Never talked to him since until he came on our show, what, like a year ago? Year and a half ago? Yeah, and it was great. And he Al Miller. Show, and it was great. But the Warriors hand-delivered this, if we can get the camera on it, if I can read the card right, this Braden Point uh, bobblehead from the Warriors, they hand-delivered it over here, their staff, and it was hilarious. You weren't here that I day. was gone. And I was they on the said, road. it's a good thing DuPont's not here because I don't know if we would have come over here if DuPont was here. And I'm like, why? Well, he predicted that we were going to be swept by the Blades. But you were. <laughs> like I said, we got all time of the day if you want to tell us when we're wrong. But he was right. And they, I, they, thought, yeah. I thought I was being respectful, too. <laughs> yeah. But I was, anyways. You're, so, a, you're a scrum lurker. I've, I'm a scrum lurker. You were turned into a scrum lurker. I've always been a, yeah, a Tim Hunter fan until he uh, didn't like me anymore. For, but now you're a fan For again. a period, and now I'm a fan again. We'll be right back. On the way, Brendan Parker from Calgary Flames TV. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show broadcasting from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And you're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Whatever you want to talk about, I'd like to talk about it with you. And the moose here, we were just reading the article in The Athletic today. I've told my friends about it. A lot of them don't know about it. The Athletic, so I read them the articles. And uh, this was on the success of some other digital streaming 
talk shows in this country by name, Winnipeg Sports Talk. They interviewed Michael Remus and Andrew Hustler-Patterson from that show. They interviewed Sakaros and Price from what they're doing out there in Vancouver. And, of course, there's us here. And uh, while I say that those guys are friends with all of us, and there's no doubt I've been on all their shows, nobody has the viewer interaction that we have. That is a guarantee, as my mom would say. So, yeah. Glad to have you aboard. Glad to have you keeping us in business. And let's not forget that we're the trailblazers of the whole damn thing. I do want to... What? Nothing. It's good. Truth hurts? No, it's good. Derek Cousins uh, writes in on Twitter. And he is a huge supporter of ours. I don't give this guy enough kudos. Uh, he is first and foremost, thank you to Kyle Beach for being able to share his story so that it doesn't happen again. Moose, thanks for the youth sports update. Welcome. Not enough of that. How about those Nolan Meyer-led blades? The Saskatoon blades. Their goalie, Nolan Meyer, has set a franchise record for wins. And if you want to get down on some junior hockey talk right now, I'm your guy. And he's the blades guy. And uh, can I say this? Because you were at the microphone with me Friday night. I was. Man, are we all over the place, eh? Yep. My brother and a few other guys said you, you liked that. Look at this. What? what? Uh, you kept the little accent going. My brother and a few other guys, they said that the Pats would have won Friday night if it wasn't for Nolan Meyer. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, maybe. A lot of shots. I do have a mind for these things. Uh, 39-30 were the shots in favor of God's team. The Regina Pats outshot the Saskatoon Blades. 39-30. That's not a whopping margin. No. So I'm not totally sure that I go like that. Yeah. But it's okay. Like, ah, uh, my brother might be upset. I'm not going to out him on this, but I'm just going to say it this way. I can count on these two hands for sure the amount of guys that I can have a real serious junior hockey talk with, and my brother's one of them. I could name the other guys if you want. Jared Dumba, Brooks Paisley, Jason Baker. Less than 10 is not a lot in a market this size, but it is what it is. And we were just talking about Bedard and how frustrated is he? Does he look frustrated? What's going on with the Pats? They've lost seven in a row. People care. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, from the people in Winnipeg. <laughs> from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. He says, why do people from Sask pronounce guarantee that way? It's just my mom. A guarantee. Yeah, she has all kinds. That's just my mom. And I speak like her to honor her because she's not with us anymore. A guarantee. A chauffeur. Darren's my chauffeur. <laughs> I refer to the couch as a Chesterfield because my mom did. Yes. I haven't heard Chesterfield in since my That's nana my was around. Can I get a serviette, please? Serviette. People, what? What? Yeah. Well, most people will call it, a, call it a napkin, but Judy Peterson will call it a serviette. She left her oh, serviette well, on, the, on the Chesterfield. That's a guarantee. <laughs> That's good. Put that in the story. <laughs> the Chesterfield and the Chesterfield was like this weird blend of brown and red and orange, of course. right? And the serviette. That's good. Um, from our viewers, 
here in the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL. Says Winnipeg Sports Talk has built up a huge following here. And I'm glad that they have. You should, if you haven't, go read the article on The Athletic because Michael Remus from that show said, radio is dead. I'm definitely not going to go that far. But it's dying, right? Yeah. But we got, we're like Hannah Montana here. We got the best of both worlds. We're on television nationally and we're on streaming. Ah, from my cousin Christine. She says, in the rumpus room. We had a rumpus room. Did you have a rumpus room? We didn't, but our friends did. (laughs) I I was jealous of the rumpus room. I bet you Chris is just loving this talk about my mom, Judith Ann Peterson, knee Nicholas. Wayne in BC says, as I've said before, I believe the interaction between the RP show and the viewers is the best thing about the show. And I agree. From Patrolman Petey, he says, it's local sports talk. You don't need to be objective. Eh, it depends on who you're, who you're talking about. Or where you live. The general in Calgary says, I can't stand that Homer Patterson. Well, that's a you problem. That's a you problem. I would like to get this show on the radio in Calgary. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I think they're airing Jim Rome in this time slot right now in Calgary. Are they not? And he's probably talking about the NBA. Yeah. Pretty sure he's not talking about the Chicago Blackhawks scandal. Calgary. Big NBA market. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, from, from director Jordan, he says, reminds me very much of my grandparents. They had a rumpus room guaranteed. My mom had her own language, by the way, it was a, uh, sandwich, a chimney. Did you sweep the chimney, Jim? Okay. Did you sweep the chimney? We need to find a realtor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. everything. Um, Everything is happening. My phone's going off here about plans to go to Moose Jaw Friday night to watch the Warriors and the Medicine Hat Tigers. I can't wait. I even have my Warrior pullout ready. I got my, my, my pullout. Yeah, 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 I got it. I got yeah, it ready. Good. Ah, it's funny. Give them, give them my best. The Warriors? Yes. Your friends over there? My friends. All of them. Troy. Troy Comer in uh, Toronto says, did your mom use the term wash your hands? She didn't, but our cousin Donna Beck did. Gary and Donna Beck, and a few of that Beck clan. But, yeah, they're another pocket, an arm of our extended family. Go wash your hands. From Jeff, the Stamps fan says, you should air on 770 CHQR. 10 to 12, and replaced the awful Shane Ganim. Never heard of him. From uh, Austin, Texas of the North, watching on YouTube, says, what makes it a Chesterfield? Please fill me in. Do I got to go to the big big board? I think so. I was going to tell him to Google it, but I'll go to the big board. What should I say? What is a Chesterfield? Yeah. Uh, why is a sofa called a Chesterfield? There aren't any official documents validating the story, but it is said that the style was originally commissioned by Lord Philip Stanhope, the fourth Earl of Chesterfield, 
for whom the sofa got its name. The end result of this commission was the forerunner of the Chesterfield sofa. I don't Ooh, think there's any that? difference at all, okay? It's just what my mom called it. The act, he was the fourth Earl of Chesterfield. That's like what your lazy uncle would say. I am the fourth Earl of Chesterfield, and I'm never leaving this spot. His butt's imprinted in the couch, right? Yeah. Uh, from Cine Girl, watching on YouTube, she says, you guys got nothing on Pittsburgh. I wish you could spend a couple of days here. Anytime you want to cover the Penguins game, you could use my living room. Could we use your rumpus room? <laughs> I almost came to Pittsburgh because my niece was going to play college there, but they folded up their hockey program. How about that? Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York, says, uh, my second grade teacher used to say, wash your hands. And George Washington. I don't believe she lived anywhere near Saskatchewan. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to take a break and come back with Brendan Parker. James in Borden, Manitoba says, I love Winnipeg Sports Talk, but the RP show is still my favorite. Thank you, James. And I, the, that, can you put that up on the screen? Did you guys see that from James Henderson? The fact that that's coming from a guy with a bomber logo as his, uh, what do you call that, avatar? We've come a profile, long way. But we've come a long way. The people of Manitoba love us more than Winnipeg Sports Talk. That's Take a bow, Moose, and the entire crew. Are we eligible to take a break now? We're going to talk about the Calgary Flames. Have you been to one of their games? I have. That's what Beasley, that's their announcer. That's, that's right. how he says it. We're going to talk with Brendan Parker about the hottest team in the NHL when we come back, the Calgary Flames. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, boy. Hi. Welcome back. The Moose has left the building. He'll be back probably for overtime. Just as we're coming out of the commercial, rolling the bumper, Clark tells me, uh, Brendan just logged out. <laughs> so is he back? Is he in? Is he? Hey. Well, we're going to talk about the Calgary Flames, of course. Uh, tonight in the NHL, I wrote it down, three, six, nine games, including the Calgary Flames at the Pittsburgh Penguins. And what is it, the fifth in a row the Flames are going after? I want to welcome Brendan Parker to the program from Calgary Flames TV. He formerly of Global Calgary. And Brendan, if I may, I hope you're thoroughly enjoying these times for the Calgary Flames right now for, for what it's been like in your time there. Man, they must be geeked up. Are you enjoying this as much as anybody? Absolutely. How can you not? Uh, it's been fun. And, and, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, we all know how last year looked in the National Hockey League. And so this year you, you know, first opportunity to get down across the border in, you know, 500 plus days, closer to 600 days. And I think everybody's enjoying it. I think everybody's 
uh, loving seeing some different teams again, kind of getting a little bit back to normal, playing playing in full buildings again. And then when you start adding winning on top of that, yeah, how can you not enjoy it? For sure. Calgary at Pittsburgh tonight. The Penguins have had their ups and downs. They got thumped by Tampa the other night. But I'm interested in what the Flames are saying, Brendan, as to why they're on this hot run. For instance, when's the last time they've been on a winning streak this long? Well, last year they didn't have any uh, win streak uh, longer than three games. So this one already tops anything they had last year. And we were just looking at the stat from a road perspective alone. Uh, the Calgary Flames have not won or swept a road series or a road trip uh, of five games or more uh, since 2007. And it's only happened the one time. So back in December of 2007, that was the last time they put together a streak like this on the road. So a chance tonight to kind of join some exclusive company in franchise history with five straight wins. But yeah, last year, that was one of this team's problems was stringing wins together and it was never more than three. So if you look through a 56 game schedule and you're only playing the same you know, Canadian teams the entire season, if you're not stringing together more than three wins, you're obviously, you know, speaks to why you end up on the outside looking in for playoffs. But now you've kind of put that together early on this season. They've emphasized the starts. They've wanted to be a better team at the start of the year instead of chasing all season long. And I think, you know, I don't know what you would constitute a start, but this is, uh, you know, six games in. Uh, probably constitutes a start, and now you got uh, you're on the good side. You're you're not chasing anymore, so you now you have to keep it rolling. Well, I could talk to you about this all day because they went up to Edmonton and lost in the first game, lost at home to Anaheim in the home opener, and then they haven't lost since. I just sensed that the heat was getting hot after that Ducks game, and then boom, you haven't lost since. Like you've been covering this team a long time, you know the game, Brendan. What is going right for the Calgary Flames right now? You know what it is to me that stands out the most, and, and we watched it last year in person, obviously, and, and in, in pr- previous years. To me, it's it's the team that it, it's showing up ready to play, the, the entire group. And even in those couple of games at the start of the year, obviously, you know, you lose in Edmonton, and that's going to that's gonna draw some ire for fans. But, you know, you lose against Anaheim as well, but there's good things in place. And you can say that early on in a year, and eventually that runs old. But I think what you're seeing now is they're kind of delivering on that. It, they come into games, they've had leads in every single game on this road trip, but but more than that, they've just played well. They've come ready to play every single game so far this season. And yeah, in two of those, it didn't work out in the end. But for the most part, you know, they've come and been exactly what you would expect from a Daryl Sutter-led team. And I think one of the things that he talked about right at the start, start of the year was honesty. Like, let's be an honest, hardworking team. And everybody will talk about identity and that's kind of that buzzword, but what does it really mean? You know, I think that's kind of actually what you're seeing starting to form here is that this team's going to come in and they're going to work every single night. And if you're not going to work, you're not going to win. And so far on this road trip, no matter what the situation is, no matter if you give up three goals in the second period and lose a three goal lead to Washington, the work has never quit. And so if you're going to come in and put in honest work every single night, you're going to have a chance and I think that's, to me, the biggest thing that's coming out of this win streak and this road trip is the fact that, you know, they're they're going to be a handful for teams to, to, to handle this year. And physically, uh, the work, the forecheck, it, there's some big boys on this team too. And I think right now that's one thing that's standing out is, is the work ethic and just the way that they're kind of going about it right now, the mindset. Well, I've been 
thinking about it a lot and examining it a lot. I assume Daryl was trying to do this last year when he came in halfway through the season after Jeff Ward was fired. Did it take the summer and a reset? Because he did it in L.A., right? Got dropped in there and won a Stanley Cup the same year. Didn't happen in Calgary. Did something change over the summer and they were able to start fresh from day one of training camp? You know what I'm saying? Because it is Sutter hockey, but they weren't doing it last year when Daryl showed up. You know, you're absolutely right. And I think I think maybe we started to see a, a little bit of it at the tail end of last year, but the season was already gone by that point. It was almost like it didn't really matter, uh, you know, what results you have because, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you're going to miss the playoffs and you're already out of the playoffs, like if you go back and look at those, you know, final few games against Vancouver, everyone will call it kind of garbage time at that point. It doesn't have as much meanings. But I do think that you were starting to see little elements of it. But the biggest thing for me and, and we've heard it right from the start, even actually at the end of last year, Daryl talked about the conditioning. It was it was kind of coming in with that, with, with a with a starting point that was at the standard he needed to see. And it's tough to do that mid-season, especially in that condensed 56-game schedule. So now I think it is part of the offseason. You go away, everybody was kind of delivered that same message that we need to come back, we need to be in great shape physically, mentally, and be ready to go. And right from day one of camp, uh, I know this is this is kind of that Daryl Sutter MO. You're not going to skate in training camp. You're not going to get the Zamboni out. We're not going to be out there 90 minutes. We're going to get out there for work 40, 45 minutes in training camp. You know, practices these days are, you know, 20 minutes or in that range. But when we're out there, we're working, we're skating. Everything is done with pace. They did that right from day one of training camp. And I think that's what you're starting to see where the biggest differences is right now. Everybody came in, they delivered what their off-season goals were, and now they're kind of seeing the fruits of the labor right now in, in the early part of the year. Now, it, you know, we got to continue it. There's obviously things to, to build on, but uh, I think they're playing more like a group. They're playing more like a team. If you watch them come out of their own zone, it's cohesive for the most part. Um, so I think that's where we're starting to see the benefits for sure. And they're playing faster throughout, throughout the lineup. Yeah, and they're kind of a team, if you're a Flames fan, I think that you can be proud of. And like you say, it just needs to continue. Cine Girl is watching in Pittsburgh. She says, sorry, Brendan, I think your winning streak is going to end tonight when you meet the Penguins. That's from Cine Girl in Pittsburgh. Uh, Ryan McCarthy is watching in Saratoga, New York. He says, Mangiapani is doing wonders on my fantasy hockey squad right now. I got to ask you, there will be no Sidney Crosby tonight for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, What effect do you think that'll have on the game? Yeah, it's a good question. It came up a couple times. He'd skated the last couple of days. We went and watched uh, Mike Sullivan's press conference this morning, curious to see if he'd get in, and and he's not. And sometimes, you know, it's it's funny because you get a guy back, and obviously you think one of the best players in the world, Sidney Crosby, or the best in the eyes of many, that, you know, it is obviously be a huge plus to their team. But, you know, you've also seen some of those times where sometimes all these guys who've had to you know, play a little above their roles and work a little harder, pull everybody, pull by the strings kind of thing. Uh, when they get a guy back, maybe they defer a little bit. So I was kind of curious to see what that effect. And obviously we're not going to get that opportunity. Crosby's not going to play tonight, but you know, the, the list of guys that they have out right now is unbelievable. And Latang and Malkin and Rust and Crosby, uh, Dumoulin. I, it, it's a laundry list of guys. And we actually, uh, we had a chance to talk to uh, Brian Burke this morning and uh, and he just said that it, it's it's been incredible just the way that everybody else and, and I tried to ask him you know who's maybe been the guy that stepped up you know more so in, in those absences or who or who are the few guys and he said it's been everybody it's every single person that if you look at their scoring they're getting it from everywhere they just they're they're a hardworking team 
and uh, and that's kind of what you're going to expect tonight. So yeah, obviously from a from a spectator standpoint, you kind of sometimes you, you just want to see Sidney Crosby play in person. That's selfishly, um, you know. But as a Flames fan, I think you're probably happy he's going to miss one more at least, and maybe not debut until Saturday. Uh, but I, I don't know that it's going to change anything. This team's had success against good teams in the league without all of those guys. And, uh, and Casey DeSmith starts tonight. So I think that's kind of what you're going to expect is this is going to be one of those games that's going to be a uh, one on the boards, the battles. And if you can win more battles than you lose, you're probably going to have a pretty good chance to win tonight. Brendan, are you a Calgary kid? I don't know if I ever asked you that or if I knew that. Saskatoon. Come on, Saskatchewan boy. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't know that. I did not but, know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, like I, I've been waiting long for this invite here, and now we're finally getting it going. I got to be in Pittsburgh to do it, eh? Mm, Clark, come that? on. How about that? Hey, well, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we got to do it more. But Brendan, here's here's the re- reason I ask. I was in Edmonton, yep. uh, and I was listening to the Flame or the Oilers broadcast going into that Hockey Night in Canada Battle of Alberta, and they're all. Sutter is going to come in here and try and run us out of the rink, and he's going to play Sutter hockey. And he, but we're going to beat him on the power play and burn him. And it was kind of what happened that night. I think it was a 5-2 final, right? And the Oilers had two power play goals. Are they right that yep. this is basically goon hockey? Maybe that's a strong term, but I saw Lou Cheech in the first period yeah. getting, you know, getting in a dust-up in Detroit at the start of this road trip. Are they right? Is that the blueprint of this Calgary Flames team? I mean, you can see how that might come up just based on some of the personnel, but not at all. I, I think I, I don't think they, they'll lose many fights this year if it gets into that point. But I, I don't think it's about the goon style. I think it's about I think it's about the 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 tone setting. I mean, they, they're going to get in on the forecheck. They're going to be hard, and every line has some guys like that. I, you know, the, your first line is Lindholm and Kachuk and 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 Johnny. But every element, they're never going to shy away from the fight. But it's not it's not about uh, over physicality. I think it's just about playing tough, tough hockey in terms of, you know, the four check grinding you down, making sure you finish checks. And yeah, sure. Edmonton's always going to have you're, you're going to have that element of the of the quick transition back the other way. And you got to be careful of that. But I don't I don't you know, I don't think it's about running guys out of the rink. It's just making sure that, you know, you're you're physical and you're strong when when you need to be. And that's right from the start of games. That's what we've seen right now. And, and again, it's not about you know, highlight real hits or anything like that. We've seen a couple of fights from Lucic this year. But, you know, if you go down the lineup, uh, they're all capable of it. But it's just about being strong when you have to be in front of the net. Nobody's going to be, you know, getting space for free in front of that net. And I think that's the one thing I will say about that Edmonton game. You know, you saw at one point, yes, you pull get kind of, you know, he ran into Jacob Markstrom and it, it was a shorthanded situation for the Flames at that point. Not one, not two, not three, but all four guys on the ice went after him. And I think that's kind of that's kind of the tone you're talking about is that, you know, when they need to be, they're going to be there. They're going to protect their players. And and like I said, they're not going to they're not going to lose any fights or many fights this year as, as a group. They're, they're strong. They're tough. But it's about it's about the physical play uh, on the floor check and making sure you're strong there. Bingo. Well, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. Flames at Pittsburgh. I appreciate the time. I sure hope we can do it more, Brendan, and I'm glad that it's going so well for you. I've been watching all the time. Thanks for this today, man. Yeah, I appreciate the time, guys. Hope to catch up soon. Brendan Parker from Calgary Flames TV. And be careful what you wish for, because I'd like to make him a regular. He's good. He's a good one. Overtime is next. We'll bring the moose back in and whatever you whatever you want to talk about. There's very little CFL talk today. We can do that now. 
After this break, if you want more on the Blackhawks, tonight's NHL games, tonight's Thursday night football game, whatever you want. It's the RP Show, and you're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, available all across Alberta on, on uh, Telesoptic TV, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. And the moose is back, too. Thank Looks you. like you're picking your berries there. Were you? No, just pulling my shirt down. Ah. Didn't need to show you my tummy. Tacona Pally uh, writes in as we go into overtime here, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken fan club. Tacona Pally in Winnipeg says, Rod, uh, so jelly. You live in Dub Central. Would love seeing Tigers and Blades or any Sask Dub teams. Oh, I got to say, it's pretty good. Pretty good. As I'm going to see those pesky Moose Jaw Warriors Friday night against the Medicine Hat Tigers, and I can't wait. Saturday night, got the call of the Pats and the Broncos, God's team. Like I said, it's pretty good. As my guy Brian Dodge in South Florida says, you got so much hockey up there. You're so lucky. I didn't even realize it until I left for a while. My cousin Christina Medicine Hat says, I wonder if Aunt Judy said Tirana the same way you do. I don't know, but my dad did. I used to say Toronto all the time until I actually talked to Toronto people. They're like, what's wrong with you? It's Trana. Trana. Everybody from there calls it that. Trana. From Jack Fulton in uh, Calgary. He says, I'm cheering for a great guy that's been jacked around. Let's go Nick Arbuckle. Nick is one of the great character guys in the game today. Faith, family, football. Sometimes CFL sucks. I appreciate you, Jack, pointing that out, by the way. Because most fans, and certainly people in the league, would say, what do you mean he's been jacked around? He's got a job. And sometimes there's more, more to life. Sometimes it's the way that you're treated. Guess what, fellas? The boys are buzzing because hockey's back. Want to know what else is buzzing? The Lawnmower 4.0 from our friends at Manscaped. They are the global leaders in male grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Don't get chirped this year for having a Jumbo Joe-sized bush. Join the Manscaped movement for all your hairiest grooming needs and get 20% off and pre-shipping with the promo code RPSHOW. At manscaped.com. I use it. He uses it. I think they use it. I don't know. I'm taking their word for it. How about that? Manscaped.com. Use the promo code RP20. And again, it's 20% off and free shipping. Don't be farting around with clunky razors and extension cords and things that aren't made for that area. The Manscaped 4.0 lawnmower is. It's got a headlight on it, for the love of God. An actual headlight. Order it today, manscaped.com. You're welcome. There's another 
very exciting thing we got going on. Another very exciting thing. It's with BetRegal.net. It's the Build Your Bank event. And you guys, Darren, you got to tell folks about this yeah. with BetRegal. We are giving away two tickets to the Grey Cup in Hamilton. Ta-da! So we have an opportunity for you guys to go to the Grey Cup in Hamilton. Uh, two tickets available, plus other uh, merchandise that we're going to have available for people who finish near the top. You need to sign up um, with the link we've provided it's the Bet Regal Free Play Sportsbook, but we've got the link. Click on it here. Um, it's posted. So uh, Clark's going to post it here. We'll have it linked to the uh, clip and everything else. You have to use the link. The link will be up at rodpeterson.com as well. Um, enter, play around starting Monday when you play at betregal.net for free. You'll build your bankroll, and the winner will go to the Grey Cup. How cool is that? Well, so explain it again. It doesn't just have to be CFL. It can be any sports, whatever you, they, you can bet on at BetRegal.net. at BetRegal.net after you click this link and sign up. Um, whoever builds their bankroll the biggest, playing for free, will win two tickets to the Grey Cup. You get 1,000 BetRegal points per month. So if you sign up now at BetRegal.net and get your account with your email address and proof of age, it's house money. So you can learn to practice for the rest of October and then come Monday. The Build Your Bank Challenge starts at betregal.net. So, again, I've got eh, four or five days, Moose, Mm -hmm. to get a little better at betting because I suck at it. But, again, the winner of the Build Your Bank Challenge wins two tickets to the Grey Cup at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. Anything else they need to know about that? I think that's... That's it. Got it. Yeah, and we'll be we'll be giving you more information throughout the rest of this week. And uh, once we get started next week, you can sign up. Uh, Keep signing up. So... Have some fun with it. I'm not sure how, <clears throat> how I feel about this. <laughs> Darren's mom has written in. You're not can sure you, how you feel about can it? You, <laughs> can you put it on the screen? Darren, I think you need to get your dad manscaped for his birthday. My dad hasn't shaved anything. In my lifetime. How do we know? His face, his eyebrows, his ears. (laughs) If if he's using Manscaped and that's the only thing he's shaving, I'll hit the floor. I mean. (laughs) How about that? Paula, your son is as red as a tomato. Uh. Speaking of mums, that would be another term of my mums, a tomato. Are these credits coming yet? <laughs> His hair is flustered. Mm. Oh, it is. Look at that. How about that? Darren, tell your dad to shave his junk. The gateway drug would be to shave his face first. Right. Well, I use it on my back. It's, it's just fantastic. <laughs> Attach Tomorrow, to Troy Westwood and the voice of the Red Blacks, A.J. Jakubik in a football Friday. See you at noon Eastern. I don't know. This is not an online therapy session whatsoever. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.